This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on the radio page. You can check out past shows, as well as subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us what, you know, if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting with me. And those face-to-face meetings are complimentary and no obligation. Again, all you need to do is just give us a call at 614-760-0670. Now, during our episode today, we're going to discuss smart ways to save for some major purchases. Saving up for purchases like cars, home repairs, or even vacations is going to help you avoid re, you know, relying too heavily on credit cards. So doing all you can to avoid increasing your debt will help you stay on track to enjoy the kind of retirement that you've been working so hard for. But before we dive into some of those ideas for saving up before you make those major purchases, I'm pleased to introduce my co-host this week and every week, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to spring for one thing. Um, and, uh, a little nice weather and just excited about the show today. Beyond that, not too much going on. Nothing exciting in my life this week. Just keeping busy. How about you, Corey? What's going on? You know, I'm kind of looking forward to spring myself, Tony. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I know we haven't had a, you know, here in Ohio, it hasn't been a harsh, you know, winter. No, not really. But, uh, but you know, March is right around the corner now, and hopefully March is going to bring some, uh, you know, get rid of this cold weather and bring in some warm weather. But, uh, you know, and, and, and top of, you know, with not only, you know, talking about the weather, but, you know, I'm also meeting with, you know, clients and prospects. So it, it's a pretty busy time here at Safe Harbor as well, just from the business standpoint. But, uh, you know, um, maybe even looking to possibly even think about getting away for a few days just to, to get out of the weather as well. Well, sure. Yeah. And uh, I know you are busy right now because of a number of uh, reasons. Uh, The market's been a little more volatile. Um, Tax season is upon us. Uh, People are wondering about their money, uh, looking at the year ahead. So I know that this is a big time of year for you guys and you keep really busy, but you do always set aside uh, some openings for our listeners if they want to call and set up a complimentary no cost, no obligation consultation, or just to talk to you about something they hear on the show, uh, our topic. So, uh, you know, getting out of debt, uh, you know, saving money for major purchases, uh, some of these financial tips you're going to be giving us today, they may have questions about it or want to get a plan in place uh, for their finances, their investments and their retirement income. What's that number they can call? They, well, they can always, you know, call 614-760-0670. Uh, 
But if you want to do it online or, you know, from your phone as well, you can always just uh, schedule that also, also right from our website, you know, at safeharboroh.com. Yeah, and that's great. Now, saving up before we make a major purchase rather than going into debt to make that purchase I think that's obviously a great idea. It's very simple and basic, but also uh, smart. And I'm pretty good with a buck, and I try to be thoughtful, but uh, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people out there um, have probably bought something on credit uh, that with a little more planning, they might have been able to just save for and pay for it outright. So let's get into it. What's the first tip you have for us? Well, you know, Tony... um you know, a, a recent article from Wells Fargo Lifescapes, and it's really, it's titled Smart Ways to Save for a Major Purchase, states it's pretty, you know, pretty simply. You have to make a decision to save and then you have to stick with it. And to that end, then they have some advice on how you can make it happen. You know, the first thing they recommend is setting up a separate account that's dedicated only to large purchases. Keeping those funds separate from your primary account is going to allow you to better track, you know, how your savings plan is going and whether you're going to be able to reduce that temptation to spend the money in your day-to-day life. I think when it comes to our money, Corey, especially when it comes to saving, uh, the notion uh, out of sight, out of mind isn't a bad philosophy, actually. I mean, keeping that money you're saving uh, for something big in a different account or having it taken right out of your paycheck means, I think you're less likely to spend it or fritter it away at the grocery store or gas station or Target, someplace like that. I mean, that's exactly right. And that's really the purpose of it, you know, Tony. But another piece of the article's advice is to really pay yourself first, or in this case, predetermining the amount you want to save and then having it directly deposited into your separate account. So making sure your savings amount goes into that separate account means you won't, you know, have to worry about tracking it out, you know, of your, you know, tracking it out of your regular account as you pay bills and buy things that you need during the month as well. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's simple, but if you're disciplined, it can be an effective way to get that new car or maybe a a vacation without getting swallowed up by debt. Uh, What else do you have for us? Well, you know, Tony, another critical point the article makes is to track your progress on a monthly or at least a quarterly basis. But you shouldn't rely on yourself to check, you know, to check in. Instead, you should have your financial services professional or a trusted relative or friend, you know, ask you about your progress. You know, when you know someone is is going to be checking up on your progress, you're more likely to stay on track because you want to be able to share the good news with them as well. Well, right. And recruiting somebody you trust to hold you accountable, um, that's not necessarily something I've thought of before, but uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, Tony, like nearly every other financial decision we make, you know, I highly recommend people with a trusted financial service professional like myself that you want to be able to talk over, you know, this this strategy. Financial service professionals are are equipped, you know, to handle things like retirement planning, investing, uh, purchasing insurance, but many of them would also have insights into ways to effectively go about saving for a major financial purchase. And best of all, their ideas are going to factor in things like your retirement goals, you know, in uh, and your other current investments that you have as well. Well, and I'm totally on board with working with somebody like yourself, a financial professional. Uh, when it comes to saving money, obviously they're going to be able to look at 
your overall financial picture and circumstances and help you determine how saving and spending might affect your future, uh, particularly as it relates to your retirement savings, right? That's correct, Tony. You know, and, and like I always say, you know, a second opinion is never a bad thing. You know, whether it's a home repair or an insurance policy or even, you know, even your portfolio or even your retirement plan, there's really no reason not to get the insights from someone who has a strong level of expertise. And that's why I highly recommend, you know, even our listeners out there um, to get a second opinion just on your overall financial plan. Um, again, you come in and meet with me. There's no obligation. Um, the co- the meeting or com- you know complimentary, but you're going to be able to really find out um, what that second opinion can do long term for your retirement plan. Yeah, and I think that's huge. Obviously, getting a second opinion and especially getting a written plan in place, and knowing where you're at with risk, uh, what your personal risk tolerance is, and getting everything in line to make sure you're going to have enough money when you retire to reach your goals and live comfortably. That's the key here. Now we're almost out of time for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break? Yeah, Tony, you know, getting ready for retirement is the really the cornerstone of any financial process. Now you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com or you can give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you do call in, we, you really can discuss on how our team is going to be able to answer your questions and address any concerns that you have um, about what we're talking about today or over your overall financial plan. You know, our goal at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors is to really help you prepare for re- for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. Again, if you just give us a call at 614-760-0670, you can schedule that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. And we can also even provide you that second opinion on your financial plan. All right. Thanks, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Fit Radio and our host, Corey Sickles, right after this. There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Safe Harbor Retirement Group at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670. And you can also visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And if you do go to our website, make sure you click on our radio page. You can check out past shows. But more importantly, you can also subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. The radio page is also going to provide you with some previous shows on a number of topics that may be of interest to you in case you did miss them. Now, today, we're talking about ways you can save up the money you need to make a major purchase. In the first segment, we talked about how focusing on opening a separate savings account for a major purchase, you know, paying yourself first so the money you that you want to save is put aside immediately and using someone you trust to help you track your progress. 
Yeah, and I think it's been a good talk so far. This is a great topic. So let's push forward. What else do you have for us, Corey? Well, you know, Tony, in relation to what we discussed in our first segment, I thought it'd be interesting to focus on something that tends to be a major purchase for nearly everyone out there, especially our listeners, and that is a new car. Specifically, should you buy a brand new car or a newer used car? What's the smarter financial play? You know, if you're saving money to purchase a car rather than financing it, you know, what's going to get you the most bang for your buck? Well, I have a feeling a lot of people's ears just perked up. I mean, because to me, this is a classic quandary with clear pluses and minuses. That's exactly right, Tony. You know, an article from thebalance.com, buying a new car versus buying a used car, neatly spells out the advantages and disadvantages of of really purchasing both new and used. Now, as the article notes, the first and perhaps biggest advantage to buying a brand new car is the warranty. Though many, though, you know, many and most new cars today require few repairs during the first couple of years, you're behind the wheel. So if something unexpected does happen, you aren't on the hook to pick up the tab. So new cars also have the latest and greatest technology, which, you know, likely holds tremendous appeal for many of the people in our audience or listeners out there today. And certain technologies might improve your gas mileage, which helps keep more of your money in your pocket, you know, as well. Yeah. And that sounds great, but I'm sensing there's a but coming. So what's the but? Well, you're definitely on to me there, Tony, right? (laughs) And yes, I'm afraid that there is a but here. You know, the biggest strike against buying new is simply that your new car takes a major depreciation hit during the first two or three years you drive it. Essentially, that depreciation means you're blowing thousands of dollars that that you're not going to be able to make back. Right. So depreciation itself is often enough to you know really convince buyers to stay away from that brand new car. Yeah, I mean my wife and I learned our lesson there and you know just uh, get a really low miles car that's hardly been used uh, and you can save thousands. Another small factor that I've heard about is when you buy new, you might end up with the company's first model and maybe those come with uh, mechanical problems, there might be recalls. So uh, when you buy gently used, I think you're getting something that's already passed those tests. You know, that's very true, Tony. And I, I think that's some good uh, points that you just brought up here as well. Yeah. So what else can you tell us about used cars? Well, a used car, Tony's biggest advantage is tied directly to a new car's biggest disadvantage, depreciation. So when you buy a used car, you're letting someone else take that depreciation hit for you. Additionally, when you buy used, even a very new uh, you know, used car, you really enhance your ability to pay cash because depreciation has taken such a large um, bite out of that sticker price. So buying used also gives you a chance to you know, read a broad selection of reviews of the model that you have, you know, that you maybe that you're looking on or have your eye on. So depending on your model, you might even save a few bucks on your insurance if you choose you know, used over uh, new as well. Yeah, and those seem like good reasons to buy a reliable used car, but I'm guessing used cars also come with some negatives and some problems, too. Of course they do, Tony. You know, the fact is a used car might not be as reliable as a new one, and therefore you might end up paying more for repairs. However, you do have the option of buying that certified pre-owned, which should help address some of the, you know, of your right, you know, reliability concerns. So when it comes to a used car, you might have to, 
you know, make some small sacrifices on things like color, because once you've identified the model you want, you might have to focus on bigger factors like mileage and the car's overall condition, you know, rather than color. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, for me, a big factor in new versus used is simply that cars today are better than they've been, thanks a lot to technology. A lot of cars don't need significant repairs until they've rolled over that 100,000-mile mark. You know, I definitely agree with you on that, Tony. You know, in the end, each person has to really decide, you know, what they value in a car and whether new or used is the best fit for their budget. You know, generally speaking, you should be able to completely pay off your car in three years if you choose to finance. Um, and, you know, I'd always, I think it's it's just something that you want to be able to do is be able to, to pay that off. You know, one of the things we also do at our, at our house is even though I don't have a car payment, I'm still actually putting money aside on a monthly basis. So when that time does come, I'll be able to use that money in order to purchase a car. Exactly. In fact, uh, my wife and I have cars. Hers is paid off. Mine's almost paid off. And every time in the past when we've paid off a car, when we paid off her car, she takes uh, a good portion of what she was paying in car payments and we put it towards something else, either paying down a bill. Um, in this case, I think we're putting some of that money into a college fund. Uh, for a couple of our kids, and the rest of that money goes into our retirement account. Um, and then um, I know for a while we used it to pay off uh, a credit card bill. So uh, that's what you need to do. Once you, if you get rid of a payment, since you're used to paying that, uh, make it go towards something that you need to pay down as well. I, I think that's really, really good advice, right? Uh, it is. It's a, it's excellent advice. Um, either pay down a debt. If you don't have any other debt, pay it down so you, know, so you can use it, like we talked about in our first segment, you know, about putting it into an account where you're saving either for another large purchase, like a car, maybe a vacation, or something that you want to do. Now, during today's show, we've been discussing the steps you can take to save money to prepare yourself for major financial purchases, like a car, home remodel, or even a vacation. In our first segment, we talked about opening that separate savings account for the funds you you know that you're really earmarking for a major purchase, paying yourself first so the money you want to save is put aside immediately, and using someone that you trust to help track that progress. Now, in the second segment, we took a close look at the classic debate whether you should actually buy a new or a used car. Yeah, and I think that's an, a great conversation. Uh, what's next? Well, you know, Tony, I recently came across. Um, another one, which is actually the collegeinvestor.com article, which is how to save cash for large purchases that I think is going to shed a little bit more light on what we've been talking about today. So in addition to addressing some of the things we've already talked about, it also suggests taking a temporary break from your other financial goals in order to meet your purchase goal. Now, that doesn't mean ignoring something like your retirement strategy, but if you're doing something like making an extra monthly mortgage payment, or taking a break from that, you know, might better position you to save cash to buy, you know, a new car or used car, or replace some of your worn out appliances in your, you know, your house as well. Right. And that's, that's huge, obviously. Uh, a very temporary break to meet an urgent goal with the expectation that you'll get back to it once the urgent goal is met. That's what you're saying, right? That's exactly right, Tony. You know, save the money for that new car as quickly as you can. And then get back to, you know, your other less pressing financial goals. You know, the article also suggests trying to pick up extra work. 
you know, thanks to online job sites and business opportunities, you know, there's thousands of ways out there today to put some of that extra money in your pocket. So taking a temporary job for say six months might be all you need to make the big purchase without increasing your debt load. And that's something we all want to avoid. And it seems like a, another logical solution to a problem. And one question I've had about what we've been talking about today is how long should this whole goal process last? I mean, should we keep going until we have the full amount of money we need? Uh, or do we set a firm calendar deadline? What do you suggest we do there? Well, first, Tony, I would say that's three questions, not one. <laughs> but I but I do but I do see your overall point which you're sure. trying to make here. Yeah. And, you know, a firm deadline is a must, right? So it crystallizes, you know, your goal and allows you to clearly track your progress. So without a set deadline, it can feel like you're just saving and sacrificing forever with no end, you know, with no end in sight. Yeah. Yeah. So set the goal and reach it as quickly as you can. Sounds daunting, but when you're driving around in a car that you've been wanting uh, and you're doing it without a car payment, it's certainly going to seem worth it. I mean, you're absolutely right, Tony. You know, we all have those big financial goals, you know, things like building for the retirement that that we really want and sending, you know, kids off to college. So with the smaller but still important things like cars, it's important to make financial decisions that aren't going to have a negative effect on your bigger goals. And that's your retirement plan. Right. Uh, your long-term goals, you know, what, what you're saving and investing for typically long-term is retirement income, uh, legacy for loved ones, things like that. And you really need to watch it because you want to make sure you have enough money to live comfortably in retirement and you don't want to run out of money. Well, it's like the old saying, Corey, you don't want your bank account to go to zero before your blood pressure does. You on where you on here? Somewhere? I just no. I just I just threw that out there. You just yeah. say okay. <clears throat> just yeah, say yeah. Uh, you're exactly right, Tony, and then I'll jump yeah. back in. Yeah, yeah. You're. I mean, Tony. I mean, you're exactly right. And uh, I mean, it's just it's just something that a lot of people just need to focus on more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's going to seem worth it once you hit a goal, right? It is going to seem worth it once you hit a goal. Um, just like anything else, there's nothing wrong with you know, there's nothing wrong with getting a lot of, I'm going to use a bit little baseball analogy here, right? Sure. There's nothing wrong with getting a lot of singles. Eventually, you, eventually that single is going to lead you to home plate rather than just trying to go for the home run all the time. So I think by doing little things small, it's, you're going to be able to accomplish things a little bit quicker in the long run, which is really what we're all trying to do um, when, you, when you're making these major purchases. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like a lot of people, Corey, I've had that feeling where, you know, you make that last car payment. Uh, it feels good. Uh, but this conversation today has really inspired me to imagine what it would be like to hand the car dealer a check for the full amount and drive the car off the lot knowing I'll never have to make a payment on it. That would be even bigger. Uh, and that's, I think you'd call that financial liberation. And now, as usual, our time has flown by. Our time is almost up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Yeah, Tony. You know, for our listeners out there today, you can definitely visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670. You, of course, you can get more information or or more importantly, you can set up a, a complimentary no obligation appointment with me. You know, one of the things that we really try to do at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors is provide you 
um, with the information that you need to make sound and confident decisions so you can build your retirement on a solid foundation. Now, if you have any comments about today's episode, please don't hesitate to reach out by calling us. Again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Just reference the radio show and we'll set you up with that complimentary no obligation meeting with me. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.